MSW Media. Big shout out today to Helix Sleep. Take their two-minute sleep quiz and they'll match you to a mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. Helix is offering 25% off all mattress orders plus a sleep bundle for our listeners in honor of Cyber Monday. Go to helixsleep.com slash dailybeans and use code HELIXPARTNER25. And thanks to AG1 for supporting our show. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash dailybeans. That's drinkag1.com slash dailybeans. Hello, and welcome to the Daily Beans for Thursday, November 30th, 2023. Today, students for Trump co-founder Ryan Fournier has been arrested for assaulting a woman with a gun. Donald Trump is now attacking the wife of Judge Angoron, who presides over the New York Attorney General's $250 million civil fraud suit, as the New York Appeals Court weighs whether the currently suspended gag orders should be lifted. Judge Beryl Howell warns about authoritarian creep at a gala this past weekend, and two Republican officials in Arizona have been indicted for their attempts to delay the certification of the 2022 election. I'm Allison Gill. And I'm Dana Goldberg. Dana, your poor, poor voice. How are you, my friend? I'm apologizing ahead of time now. I'm the sick one. Um, but we're going to turn it on. I'm good. I am I'm good. Listen, people, this virus is still out there. It's still pretty fucking intense for some of us. And um, don't, don't risk it. You know, I performed all over the country in front of thousands of people, had dinner with tens of thousands of people. And somehow Thanksgiving with 18 of us, one person brought it in. So just be safe and vigilant. I'm still waiting back and hoping my mom stays negative. Uh, because as you guys know, a lot of you know, I went to go visit her, not knowing that I had been exposed. So please protect your loved ones, protect yourself and just stay healthy. Tis the season. Mm, absolutely. Keep um, a couple of those uh, free government tests around whenever you whenever you're able to, so that you can know as soon as possible. And um you know, we'll see if we can send a link out to to the patrons, or or you know, there, or you can just Google free tests, free COVID tests, and and there's still more that they can send you. Um, I'm still, you know, wearing a mask on when I'm traveling, uh, but you know, I mean, if you're having dinner with your fam and somebody has it, you know, just be vigilant. Um, and uh, you know, I'm we miss you, and I'm so glad you're back. And I, I'm, how are you feeling? Um, I'm definitely better. 48 hours was pretty brutal for those people who've had it. You know, it affects everyone differently. Um, I won't get into the specifics, but I, I had the latest vaccine. I'm grateful that I did. I also got Paxlovid. So I, or Paxlovid, however you say it, I don't want a correction on my first day back. And, um, it, I'm assuming both of those things together helped, but not everyone has access to those two things. And so, um, I'm feeling about 65 percent which is better than 40 or 30 which is why two days ago well we will keep sending you those healing vibes thank Um, you i just got back from the white house i had an amazing time i got to see some great people kurt bardella was there keith edwards i got to meet and speak with senator booker Uh, our good friend jennifer taub was there um, law professor and author Uh, of course we got to meet the parents of jill biden's chief of staff that was amazing 
And uh, Victor Xi, a strong voice for Gen Z, was there. And it was just really nice to be able to meet uh, up with and see see these friends that, um, you know, I haven't seen in some time. So it was uh, wonderful. And then later tonight, I'll be going to the DNC um, for their uh, little get together and some messaging information and who knows who I'll run into there. But it's been a very, it's been a whirlwind, uh, amazing trip. So um, I'm glad that uh, I could also still be here um, with y'all to, to, to share some of the news, which we have a lot of. So uh, let's hit the hot notes. Hot notes. All right. First up from CNN, Ryan Fournier, a Fournier, Fournier, a co-founder of the political organization Students for Trump, was arrested and charged with assault last week in North Carolina after allegedly hitting a woman with a gun. It's according to court records. Fournier was charged with misdemeanor assault on a female and assault with a deadly weapon on November 21st, according to online court records from Johnston County. He was released on $2,500 bond. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's according to the documents. He's accused of grabbing a woman by her arm, hitting her in the forehead with a firearm. That's according to the charging documents, which have the woman's name redacted. Fournier waived his right to assigned counsel in the case. CNN has made attempts to reach Fournier for comment. He's actually shut down and locked his uh, Twitter account to private. He's scheduled to appear at a hearing December 18th. Merry Christmas, sir. At the Johnston <laughs> County Courthouse. Uh, Fournier is the chairman of Students for Trump, which he co-founded in 2015 when he was a freshman at Campbell University, according to his website. Fournier also heads Radical Alert, which claims it is watching and exposing what it calls radicals who have taken over American college campuses to the organization's website. Uh, and, you know, he was one of the people involved in uh, distributing that uh, turned out to be fake hit piece on me earlier this summer. So, um, yeah, he's under arrest. Good. <laughs> mm. All right. This first story that I have is from Raw's story. And the former president has set his sights on the wife of a New York Supreme Court justice presiding over his $250 million fraud trial. On his true social platform on Tuesday, Trump shared at least four links about Justice Arthur Engron's wife. That's Dawn Marie Engron. Now, the reports are based on um, conservative activist Laura Loomer, who's quite a character. Her claim that Don Marie Engelron had shared derogatory information about the former president on social media. Well, the Engelrons have not confirmed ownership of the social media account or any connection to the post, by the way. Well, one post said, and I quote, fuck Trump, while another showed him in prison garbs. I don't know who does this account, but I'm already in love with them. Other posts mock Trump's attorney, Alina Habba's performance in court. Well, Trump's attack. Is this, sure this isn't my account? I, <laughs> it might be. Some people don't seem to know who you are on Twitter, which is hysterical. I've been following that whole thread. Now, Trump's attacks on the judge's wife come as he awaits the ruling on appeals court on a gag order preventing him from referencing court staff. Well, the gag order, which has been temporarily suspended, does not mention the family of court staff. So they're trying to work around that. Well, for his part, Trump has said the gag order is not necessary because his attacks do not rise to the level of threats. Yeah, apparently um, something of mine got retweeted. I, I'm not quite exactly sure. But, oh, interesting. Uh, yeah, Laura Loomer is not a fan of Mueller, she wrote. Oh, That's my cool. goodness. She's Looney Tunes. That's cool. We're not, we're not fans of Laura. So, And I haven't been banned from... <laughs> I've been 86 from places. <laughs> Next up from the New York Times, two Republican county supervisors in Arizona were indicted on Wednesday on felony charges related to their attempts to delay the certification of the 2022 
election. Now we're going to start seeing the indictments for the 2022 election of Republicans. Chris Mays, the state attorney general, announced in a statement that Peggy Judd and Tom Crosby, two, they sound like they're in a band, two of three supervisors <laughs> in Cochise County, faced charges of interference with an election officer and conspiracy, criticizing what she described as their repeated attempts to undermine our democracy. Neither Miss Judd nor Mr. Crosby could be reached for comment on Wednesday. Last year, Miss Judd and Mr. Crosby sought to order a hand count of the ballots that had been cast in Cochise County, a heavily Republican rural county, citing conspiracy theories that had been raised by local right-wing activists. When a judge ruled against them, they voted to delay certification of the election before eventually relenting under pressure of a court order. Now, this episode was closely watched by democracy advocates and election law experts who saw the supervisor's machinations set a worrying precedent. As Donald J. Trump's false claims that the 2020 election was stolen from him became widely accepted in the Republican Party, local Republican officials in several closely contested states used suspicion of the election system on the right to justify delaying the certification of the results. In an interview with it, haven't we learned from Vice President Fuckface that we don't try to fuck with the certification of the results of an election? Have we learned nothing? In an interview with the New York Times uh, late last year, Ms. Judge said she did not actually suspect there were any irregularities in the vote count in Cochise. She characterized the move as a protest against the election certification in Maricopa, a totally different county, the large urban county that includes Phoenix, where right-wing activists had made an array of unproven claims of malfeasance. Quote, our small counties, we're just sick and tired of getting kicked around and not being respected. We're just sick and tired of not having more people <laughs> that vote. Fuck off. Katie Hobbs, then Arizona Secretary of State, sued the supervisors last November, arguing their protest, which threatened to delay the statewide canvas, would disenfranchise the county's voters. The county's third supervisor, Ann English, a Democrat, has opposed the other's actions. Republican candidates lost their races for m most of the top of statewide races in the Arizona election in which Ms. Hobbs, a Democrat, was elected governor. In October, the local Herald Review newspaper and Vote Beat reported that Ms. Judd and Mr. Crosby were subpoenaed by Ms. Mays, the Democrat elected last year, to appear before a state grand jury in the attorney general's investigation. Although local Republican officials interfering with election systems in other states since 2020 have faced criminal indictments on other grounds, the Cochise indictments are the first criminal charges over a refusal to certify an election. Jared Davidson, a lawyer for Protect Democracy, a watchdog group, argued that the prosecution could set an important precedent. Quote, pushing for potential criminal accountability is an important message, not just to election deniers in Arizona, but across the country that if they indulge in conspiracy theories and ignore the law to try to disenfranchise voters, there are real consequences. I love it. So, I wonderful. hope there are, yes. All right, this one's from Politico. The judge who superheaded the judiciary's response to the storming of the Capitol on January 6th of 2021 blamed that the event on big lies and warned that the country is in danger of turning toward authoritarianism. Now, as the federal court in Washington that Judge Beryl Howell once oversaw prepares for a historic trial of former President Donald Trump on charges of attempting to fraudulently overturn the results of the 2020 election, the jurist used a rare public speech Tuesday to lament meant that many of those convicted of their actions on January 6th fell under the sway of falsehoods. And I quote, my D.C. judicial colleagues, and I regularly see the impact of big lies at the sentencing of hundreds, hundreds of individuals who have been convicted for offense conduct on January 6th of 2021. 
when they disrupted the certification of the 2020 presidential election at the U.S. Capitol. Again, that's from Howell. And as we know, she was appointed by Barack Obama. Now, Howell, who served as chief judge of the district court from 2016 until March and remains on the bench there, also suggested that the dangers evident on the day of the Capitol riot have not passed, in part because some Americans have become unmoored from facts. That's one way of saying it. And I quote, we're having a very surprising and downright troubling moment in this country when the very importance of facts is dismissed or ignored. That's what Howell told the annual gala of the Women's White Collar Defense Association at a downtown hotel. Went on to say, that's very risky business for all of us in our democracy. The facts matter. Now, Howell did not refer by name to Trump, who is currently the overwhelming favorite, um, don't fucking understand, to win the Republican presidential nomination next year. She also made no mention of his trials as set to open March 4th before one of her colleagues, and that's Judge uh, Tanya Chutkin, as we know. Now, however, Howell approvingly quoted Boston College historian Heather Cox Richardson's claim in her new book that the U.S. is, and I quote, at a crossroads teetering on the brink of authoritarianism. Now, the judge also quoted and echoed Richardson's warning that big lies are springboards for authoritarians. Mm. Howell received a champion award Tuesday night from the Women's Lawyer group, which she urged to help preserve democratic traditions by calling attention to the facts at the center of their work. And I quote, the skills we use every day to figure out what the facts are and what actually happened in a civil, respectful manner are a good model for our fellow citizens right now at this time of testing. That's what she said. Now, also received the same award Tuesday was the number two official at the Justice Department. That's Deputy Attorney General Lisa Monaco. Now, the awards were presented by former Attorney General Loretta Lynch, who hailed the Women's Lawyers Organization for its efforts to promote diversity in the white-collar bar. Lynch appeared to allude to this year's Supreme Court's decision outlawing race-based affirmative action in college admissions when she referred to, and I quote, reactionary forces rising and an incredible backlash against the movement to increase diversity. In the wake of the high court's rulings last June, at least two law firms have faced lawsuits challenging scholarships and fellowships alleged to discriminate in favor of minorities, and at least one other firm broadened its criteria for the awards. So it's nice to see people getting the recognition that they deserve for sure. Yeah, and it's interesting. Judge Beryl Hell knows a lot more than we do about January 6th. Oh, yeah. Because she was the chief judge overseeing the grand juries uh, during most of that, uh, most of the Jack Smith investigation. Now it's Judge Bosberg who's taken, taken over as chief judge for the D.C. Uh, District Court. All right. Um, thank you so much. And uh, your voice, I just want to hug your I'm, voice box. <laughs> and I just want to thank the listeners. I know sometimes the sound isn't great, but now we have great sound and a shitty voice. So just know that I'm um, getting healthy, but it, this has really sort of made my day. I've been secluded for a little while. So just to hear and see Allison and know that I'm reaching the community, it's going to be healing for me. So thanks for, thanks for bearing with me. Yeah, and we have the good news. Hopefully that'll bring a smile to your face. Everybody, if you have some good news, send it to us at dailybeanspod.com and click on contact. We'll be right back with it after this quick message. Stick around. After these messages, we'll be right back. Hey, everybody. You know, I used to be constantly stressed out. I didn't have a lot of energy because of that stress. And then my digestion was causing me some serious issues. It's all linked, right? And I tried everything, but what helped me the most was when I discovered AG1. If you're a longtime listener, you know I've been drinking AG1 for about two, two and a half years now. And when I started drinking AG1 daily, I quickly noticed a vast improvement in how I felt day to day. And I began to feel a tangible difference in my overall health. My mornings became brighter. There was a newfound energy that accompanied me throughout the day. 
truly, uh, it changed a lot. And that's because AG1 is a foundational nutrition supplement. It supports your body's universal needs, like gut optimization. It's key. Stress management and supporting your immune system. Since 2010, AG1 has led the future of foundational nutrition, always refining their formula to create smarter, better ways to elevate your baseline health. It's all science-based. It's incredible. So not only have I replaced that whole cabinet full of multivitamins and supplements with AG1, but it helps my peace of mind to know that every scoop gives me prebiotics and probiotics and digestive enzymes specifically tailored for gut support, which like I said, is the key. I recommend AG1 to all my family and friends because it works. I constantly hear how much more energy they have, how thankful they are I turn them on to such an easy and simple habit to pick up that makes them feel better. It's just one scoop and a glass of water every morning. You can't beat it. AG1 is the supplement I trust to provide the support my body needs daily. And that's why they've been a partner for so long. If you want to take ownership over your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 and K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash dailybeans. That's drinkag1.com slash dailybeans. Check it out. And today's show is also brought to you by something else that has melted my stress away, Helix. You know, I had difficulty falling asleep and staying asleep. I was feeling more exhausted, stressed out, didn't seem like there was an end in sight. But then I discovered Helix Sleep, and now I have a custom-made mattress that perfectly matches my personal sleep preferences, and all of my sleep problems are history. Just go to helixsleep.com slash dailybeans, take their two-minute sleep quiz, and they'll match you to a customized mattress that'll give you the best sleep of your life. Helix is offering 25% off all mattress orders, plus a sleep bundle for our listeners, in honor of Cyber Monday. So go to helixsleep.com slash dailybeans and use code HELIXPARTNER25. As you know, everyone has a different way of sleeping. Helix knows that, so they offer a variety of mattress models. They have 20 unique mattress models in their lineup. They have the award-winning Lux collection, the new Elite collection, which is incredible, plus they have options for big and tall sleepers, and the little ones too. And the key to finding the perfect fit is that Helix Sleep Quiz. It's an easy way to find the best mattress, and once you place your order, it'll be delivered right to your door at no extra cost. I was matched with the Helix Midnight because I prefer a medium firm bed, and I like sleeping on my side, and all of the world knows that now. Uh, simply put, this mattress has changed my life. Head and shoulders above anything I've ever slept on. I'm never going back to anything else. And they have a 100 sleep in-home trial and solid 10 to 15-year warranties depending on the model. So sleep on it, dream on it, decide on it, and you will not regret it. Right now, Helix is offering 25% off all mattress orders plus a sleep bundle for our listeners in honor of Cyber Monday. Go to helixsleep.com slash dailybeans and use code HELIXPARTNER25. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Everybody, welcome back. It's time for the good news. Who likes good news, everyone? Then good news, everyone. Good news. Hey, everybody. If you have any confessions, corrections, um, if you misheard song lyrics, whoopee stories, stuffed animal stories, blanky story, Blanky storied, storied blankies brought to you by the Daily Beans. <laughs> if you want to play What the Mutt, Find the Cat, What the Shell, um, Cat Me If You Can, Opine on the Bovine, What the Heck Wine, or just guess the animal. That's probably more our speed. I think so. Any, ba- any baby pictures, frog orgies, anything you want to send us holiday pictures, send it to us at dailybeanspod.com and click on contact. All right. First up from Jenny, no pronouns. Wishing my grandma, Betty Jane, a happy birthday. She turns 100 years old Wow. She has quite the life story. She got pregnant with my dad at 17, had a duplicate birth certificate created so she could go to work in a factory while my grandpa went off to fight in World War II. She's a real-life Rosie the Riveter. fucking awesome. 
We love this story in our family. She is union through and through, and she worked in a factory until she retired at 62. She has two kids, four grandkids, five great-grandkids, and a great-great-grandson. She's the heart and soul of our family, and she won't give up her chicken and dumplings recipe. <laughs> Attached is a picture of her at 98. I love your podcast. You keep me company going to and from work. Jenny, this is brilliant. Happy 100th birthday. Indeed. Oh, my gosh. She's just the sweetest. I love that you have such an amazing family. Thank you for that. Kicking us off today. All right. This is from Buzz, pronouns he and him. I guess you'd call this a whoopee story. Now, Buzz is not my name and my birth certificate, but it is the name I've gone by since I was five years old. Now, the way I got the name is quite the story. Memorial Day weekend, 1987. I was asleep in my bed, which was uh, perpendicular to the outer wall of our house with my head pointing toward the street and my life would, excuse me, and my life would develop the coolest story ever. I'll do my best to keep it uh, just to relevant details. Our home was in the corner of two busy streets. A drunk driver mistook the bush on our corner for the one at his house and he turned into our yard. Now, he must have floored it because he drove through the wall of our house, pushing my bed across the room. Now, through the closet and into the hallway, he tried to get out and melted the carpet with his tires when his tires just spun. Fire and ambulance came and got me, drove me to a parking lot and loaded me in a helicopter for life flight to Children's Hospital in D.C. My neck had been broken in two places and the orange plastic from his blinker was lodged in my skull. Jesus, Buzz. Now, to get it out, the doctors had to give me a buzz cut. I became that buzz kid, which became that buzz kid. Now, here I am, 41 years old, and I forgot when I have to use my legal name on things. Luckily, my bed had been an old Amish oak frame bed that had been handed down, and it held up surprisingly well. They said it was the only thing that kept me alive. Being so young, my bones healed well. There was concern that I would have mental, mental difficulties growing up, but I was fortunate enough that the opposite seemed to be true. The stacking nature of TBIs uh, would show up later, oh goodness, in my life after a few more TBIs in the military. But that is a story for another day. And this sweet will be, first of all, Buzz, I'm so glad you're still with us. That story is insane. I mean, just the whole thing. And I'm just, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a miracle. Stuff like that I find miraculous. And so if it's miraculous, I feel like it's a miracle. You know what? I had this stuffed animal. Oh, really? I had this same dog with the big long ears. So cute. Adorable. What a story. My God. Glad you're still with us, Buzz. Next up, Denise from Napa, pronouns she and her. I've been listening for a long time and happy to be writing for the first time. I have to say, I would absolutely love to see you guys put a dating site together because I always screen my dates to make sure they're not Republicans. I always say I don't think Republicans deserve orgasms and I will not contribute to them <laughs> having any. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I really appreciate all the MSW podcasts because a few months ago I was trying to figure out a new reading project. I was torn between reading band, a band book list, a classic literature list, or two to three books on the each U.S. president. Wow, that's a lot. I heard an interview AG was conducting and you touched on how knowing history was important and that inspired me to read about each president. I'm still currently on Washington trying to focus on the historical events that happened while the president was alive, how they handled it, how their actions and decisions have changed the trajectory of the country. I was a society major, or a sociology society. I was a sociology major during my undergrad, and it fascinates me how the three branches of government and their decisions make such an impact on us all, and so many years later. Uh, I also want to have a very, very sexy-looking liberal to impress my future partner, 
that I meet on Legumes Love Connection. <laughs> Thanks for being my inspiration to learning. Uh, I very much love listening to you lovely ladies. Keeping us informed during the crazy times is exactly what we need. You are our sanity. For pet tax, oh, I've included a picture of my two kitties, the ginger kitty Logan, named after Wolverine, and the black kitty Binks Bagheera. Binks is the one that loves when I get into my reading chair because he knows I'll be there for a long while giving him lovies, which is now my happy place. Thanks for all you do. Oh, and there's there's the kitty, the ginger kitty Logan. Beautiful too. Pete Strzok's book, Compromised. And there's a book about George Washington with Binks. Binksy oh, the kitty. God. Binksy the kitty, by the way, was a find the cat for a second. I was like, where's yeah. the cat in this picture? Because he's <laughs> totally. the same color as the as the couch. Mm-hmm. Sweet, sweet babies. Thank you so much for that submission. This one's from Erin, pronouns she and her. Hi, Beanie Babes. I'm so happy to share that Spokane, Washington elected its first liberal mayor in 12 years, captured a liberal supermajority in its city council, and voted in a liberal city council president. The Biden administration also named Spokane as the future tech hub for the aerospace industry, which is huge as we desperately need more employers with good paying jobs. Now, I've never been so excited for the future of my city that I love so much. We have so much going for us, and it's the best feeling to know we have competent, experienced leaders in government who can guide our city into the vibrant community I know we can be. I know I'm preaching to the choir here, but it bears repeating. All elections matter. We had disappointing turnout this year, but thankfully, those who did return their ballots this year had a single purpose, preserve democracy and push for better. Now let's give Kathy McMorris Rogers her pink slip and flip District 5 blue in 2024. If you haven't heard by now, Spokane, uh, Carmela Conroy has entered the race to challenge her and she stands a real chance to unseat CMR. So let's help her. There's going to be a link to donate to her campaign. Um, it's conroyforcongress.com. Now for pet tax, I wanted to share my parents' red husky Sherlock. Oh my mm -hmm. goodness. They rescued him two years ago from the local shelter and to say he changed their lives is an understatement. I've never seen my parents as happy, healthy, and active as they are, and I think he saved my dad's life. They have a sticker on their car that says, who rescued who? He's the best boy, and we can't imagine life without him. He really is. Uh, Look at him. He is the best boy, and he's a happy he's boy. one gold eye and one blue eye. He's beautiful. He is gorgeous. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. That's good on Spokane for flipping everything blue. Well done. Now we just got to, like you said, get, get CMR out of there. And uh, we, we will have that link for you in the show notes. Uh, finally, from John, pronouns he and him for a long time, probably because I never realized what the name of the song was. I thought Elton John was singing, Hold Me Close, I'm Tired of Dancing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, proud dad of queer kids and lifelong recovering from a real grooming by my single white male neighbor. Oh, not the quirky duck-owning gay couple on the other side. Picture is Dee Dee, our COVID puppy, and my enthusiastic walking buddy. Thanks for everything. Look at this sweet baby girl. Oh, indeed. Little markings. Mm. Beautiful, beautiful pup. I love that little white. I know, a little stripe down the forehead. Yeah, so cute. Thank you, everyone. Please send your good news to us at dailybeanspod.com and click on contact. And um, send your healing vibes to Dana. Please, Please do. And I just want to thank everyone who already has on social media, on Twitter, Instagram. You all have been awesome. I see the messages, even if I don't get to respond to every single one of them. I just love the support and appreciate it very much. 
The Illuminati is always awesome. Always awesome for that. All right, everybody, we'll be back in your ears tomorrow. Until then, please take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Take care of the planet. Take care of your mental health. Take care of your family. Vote blue over Q. And take all of them with you. I've been AG. And I've been DG. And them's the beans. The Daily Beans is written and executive produced by Allison Gill with additional research and reporting by Dana Goldberg. Sound design and editing is by Desiree McFarlane with art and web design by Joel Reeder with Moxie Design Studios. Music for The Daily Beans is written and performed by They Might Be Giants and the show is a proud member of the MSW Media Network, a collection of creator-owned podcasts dedicated to news, politics, and justice. For more information, please visit mswmedia.com. MSW Media. Hi, this is John Cryer, and I am hosting a new seven-part true crime podcast called Lawyers, Guns, and Money that'll challenge everything you think you know about U.S. covert operations and presidential misconduct. From Jack Bryan, the director of American PSYOP, comes the incredible true story of John Mattis, a newly sworn-in Miami public defender in the 1980s who has found himself completely in over his head. I step off the plane, and there is a van with a couple guys with Uzis. And one of them in broken English said, welcome to Bogota, John. Mattis's first felony defendant has been arrested for having a machine gun and tells Mattis a dangerous secret. He was shipping arms into Central America on behalf of the CIA. As a first-time lawyer, I want to act like I know what I'm doing. But with the help of a Colombian drug smuggler, how much money the CIA raised by hitting up drug dealers? A lot of money, millions of dollars. An Alabama mercenary. They were prepared to die to the last man. I saw this in them. I saw the fire in their eyes. And they made me their war chief. And a newly elected senator, John Kerry. We are looking at allegations of drug running, gun smuggling, conspiracy to commit murder and murder itself. He'll fight to free his client. The judge said, Show me, in a courtroom, how we were at war. Expose an illegal war being run by the White House. I mean, I wanted him involved, but I didn't want to be on record as doing it. And somehow stay alive in the process. I just escaped a kidnapping by the CIA in Costa Rica. This is Lawyers, Guns, and Money. So you have a man in an Armani suit standing in the bow of a boat with a rocket launcher and says, if I lose sight of you, I will launch. You will be vaporized. Available everywhere starting October 29th, or get it ad-free and early starting October 22nd at lawyersgunsandmoney.supercast.com. There you'll find bonus episodes along with exclusive content. Subscribe now.